Welcome to Disney Planning Insights. This is a replay of our DPI News and Notes show that we do every Tuesday over on Facebook. To see my smiling face, find us on Facebook at DPI Podcast or on YouTube at the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. Now enjoy this episode after a short ad from our friends at Anchor. Everybody, it's Matt with the DPI podcast. Uh, we are live tonight. Um, it is August the 9th, seven sixteen. A little later start than we wanted to get to, but we are coming at you, talking some Disney, having some fun. We've got Pre- Peter with Princesses in the Mouse Disney Travel. He's going to be coming on with us tonight. Um, got a lot of news as far as um, not so scary Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Uh, they released the schedule, reservations opened for the firework parties, um, so we've got a lot to talk to him about as far as a party, and kind of how does how does a family get the most out of a ticketed event um, at, with one of these parties, whether it be Not So Scary or the Very Merry Christmas Party, how do you get the most bang for your buck out of those tickets? Um, because there is a lot to do and a lot that you can miss, so how do you do as much as you can without just ruining it by running around to try and find everything. So we're going to talk to him about that and a lot of other things. So let's go ahead and bring him on and we, oh no, no, no. Let's talk about our YouTube channel first because you know, that's where everything's going to go. Uh, Disney planning insights podcast, YouTube channel, 
So um, the last two or the last week, these were the top two videos. So last week's top videos, for the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along and Mickey and Minnie's Very Merry Memories show um, were the last two top videos, or the top two videos for last week. And then our newest video is still Avatar Flight of Passage. Um, it is the full uh, experience of the ride. If you do have three passive 3D glasses, I do recommend wearing them some sports. Do get a little blurry, but past that, it's a pretty awesome video if you haven't ridden that ride before. Um, so, hopefully you guys are all having a good week. Hopefully you're getting some rain. We got a ton of rain this week. Um, we got a ton of rain today. I drove through a lot of rain today with my day job. Uh, but, lots going on. Um, like we've talked about last week, we're working on some new stuff for the show, so... Um, if you are new to the show, if you've um, just caught us over on Twitch, or this is you watching us on YouTube for the first time, you know, drop something in the chat, say hi, welcome to the show, um, appreciate you guys joining us. We've had a lot of new subscribers in the last about week and a half, eight new subscribers over on the YouTube channel, so if this is your first show, uh, thanks for joining us. If you have an idea for a top three at Disney, so that's going to be one of the segments of the new show, is we are going to randomly draw a top three every week. We're going to get 30 seconds to think about it, and then we are going to rapid fire our answers, um, and then argue about them and have all kinds of fun. So, hopefully a lot of audience participation with that um, as we skip over some of your favorites or some of your least favorites, and... Um, Give you some cringe-worthy answers, probably, um, compared to your favorite things. So, without any more time being wasted, let me bring on Peter with Princess of the Mouse Disney Travel. Hey, Peter, how you doing tonight? Well, like you said, a whole bunch of rain today uh, really opened up my schedule. So, <laughs> Yeah, um, unless you've got canoes, golfing in this kind of rain just doesn't work out really well. No, no, it does not. So let's, let's get into the news. Um, so the big news we'll hold off for a second. Soren this week is beginning single rider line tests um i think it's a relatively good move it it is a test project that they're looking at doing now some of the parks overseas have single single rider lines but i don't think any parks here do except for test track right for single, single rider lines? yeah no lots of rides have single rider lines oh really really, really. yeah um, Ratatouille has one built in that just has never been used. Expedition Everest has a single rider line. Um, I, I know there's others. Like now, now you're putting me on the spot to think. I was going to say that that's what I get for get for yeah. uh, traveling with a family all the time. Yeah, I never I, utilize the single rider. I know Expedition Everest does. I know Ratatouille put one in. Let me just kind of roll through. Test Track has one. Um, you just mentioned Soren, so that kind of takes up 
all of Epcot. If I move over to Animal Kingdom, oh, those don't, those don't. Everest, I think, is the only one that has a single rider line there. As I move over to Magic Kingdom, I don't know if anything <laughs> Magic Kingdom has one. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think anything at Magic Kingdom does. No, because if you're at Seven Dwarves, they just pull odd parties. Yeah. Split space, or they split uh, over at Hollywood Studios. Oh, Hollywood Studios. Um, Smuggler's Run has a single rider line. Uh, okay. Slinky Dash doesn't because they just sort them. Odds go one way, evens go another way. For those of you that haven't noticed, um, odd parties go to the left, even parties go to the right, so that they can pair up that way. Um, but I know Smuggler's Run has a single rider line to uh, fill out the the uh, engineer roles. I think that's it. So, oh, Rock and Roller Coaster has a single rider line. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of so sense. There you go. There's, I don't know, whatever I named six, maybe I missed one, but yeah. I think I gave you a mostly all-inclusive list of the single rider lines at Disney World. Disneyland also has several single rider lines, but it's been a, it was before the pandemic since I went, so I wouldn't even begin to try and quote them to you live on air. But <laughs> so anyway, back to Soren having a single rider line. I think it's a smart call. Um, my experience with single rider lines, though, is sometimes it's not what you're <laughs> it's not all it's cracked up to be because like Bryce and I have tried to get in single rider line for uh, rock and roller coaster and ended up standing there for 30 minutes, moving eight feet and then saying, screw this noise and left. Um, yeah, isn't that about how the line for rock and roller coaster moves anyway? Um I think if we have a top three brutal lines to wait in, Rocky that man. is high up on that list. So Matt just pulled brutal ride lines. Give us 30 seconds and we'll be back. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, single rider test begins at Epcot for Soren. Um, let's go. Disneyland early entry began this week. Um, so, this is something new for the Disneyland Resort guests. Being able to get into... Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure a half hour early. Kind of the same deal that you can get over at Walt Disney World being a resort guest as well. Um, they did release some of the rules as far as Genie Plus and individual lightning lanes. You are able to make them at your entry, so that 30 minutes early. But those cannot be used until after the park, so they won't be scheduled until after the park opens. So just because you get in a half hour early doesn't mean that you're going to be able to get an individual lightning lane a half an hour before the park opens. It's still going to be after park open. So, Yeah, but you should be using that half hour at Disneyland. If you're going to California Adventure, you better be heading for Radiator Springs or Marvel. And if you're going to Disneyland, you're probably headed for Galaxy's Edge or perhaps grabbing... Uh, Actually, Galaxy's Edge should be where you're headed. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Um, I really like to get into the park and ride um, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea before anybody else. <laughs> Waste your early entry on Small World. 
automatically okay, gets slapped as, as you get off the ride. It is not a waste at Disneyland because I actually enjoy Small World at Disneyland because it starts outside and then goes into the building, which is just nice to not just be in that enclosed area the whole time. Um, so you sort of get like a refreshing boat ride to start. And uh-huh. then the other thing is that in just about all of the scenes, some of the puppets have been replaced with animatronics that are actually Disney characters. Go figure that you might put Disney characters in the Disney ride. So I dislike with a passion uh, Small World at Magic Kingdom, but I will suffer through the experience at Disneyland for those two reasons. Yeah, I haven't got to experience It's a Small World outside um, at any of the other parks. That will change here soon, but... Spike the Bee. Oh, Spike the Bee Cup, nice. He's the he's the new one that they're, like, shoving onto us. He showed up in one Mickey short, and all of a sudden he's a star. <laughs> um... Let's see, what else do we have on kind of ancillary news? Oh, so Walt Disney World broke down this simple Genie Plus and Lightning Lane and individual Lightning Lane and all that kind of stuff. And and they they put up six videos explaining how to use it. Nothing says simple system like a six-video tutorial. Six videos? We can do it in one, maybe two. We can do it in 15 minutes if we try. Let's do it right now. Uh, no. It's not even that hard. It isn't. It isn't. But, yeah, so Walt Disney World offers six video series to explain Genie, Genie Plus, and Lightning Lane. That's six videos? Yeah. I mean, hopefully they're only like two minutes a piece. They better be because it's literally like free service to everybody that gives you suggestions based on your preferences. Add $15 per person per day to book hopefully three return times and pay as you go microtransaction. Yeah. But ta-da! <laughs> Lightning Lane explained. Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing what they've turned the fast pass system into. This cluster yeah. that is now the fast pass system. It, uh, it really is a month. That is the right word. I I just, I mean, it used to be so much fun, right? You like plan a vacation, you'd start nine months to a year out, six months out, you'd book the dining, then you'd talk about fast passes. At 60 days out, you'd book the fast passes. And it was just, it was cool to just see like all of that stuff like planned for you to where you're like, sweet, I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna be able to like choose what I do here, then I'm gonna have this thing booked, choose what I do here, have this thing booked. Disney's just chaos now. Like, <laughs> it, it really, like, you get your dining reservations, but then, like, morning of, get up, 6.50, 7 a.m., stat, book your Genie Plus, go to your first experience, book that, then get over to your individual lightning lane, book that. Congratulations, you just spent $180 as a family. Like, yeah, it's... Man, I remember when they first... I remember when Paris released what they were doing and and we kind of knew that that was the precursor that premier access 
was the precursor to what was coming over here, and we were like, please, God, no. Yeah, we, we can go back to the, right now, a good podcast host would have the previous video queued up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, 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 what are you saying there? <laughs> um, so two more permits were filed today for Toy Story Land Restaurant. We know it's going to be the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue, um, and that's going to be in addition to Andy's Lunchbox. Yes, yep. Andy's Lunchbox. Yeah, it's right. So the entrance to this barbecue for our viewers, um, when you go into Toy Story Land, there's a big woody statue that a lot of people take pictures to the entrance to the restaurant is immediately behind that to the right okay is where the entrance to that restaurant is and where they're building all of that yeah so it looks like um should be done by the end of this year um that was the self-imposed timeline that disney gave themselves uh we'll see because um tron is still under construction so I feel like this restaurant's pretty close to done yeah, it's just character placement, like um, and facade stuff. So they're they're really close with these permits. Yeah, um, also, talking about fun. something that's going to be operational by the end of the year, Magic Band Plus bands from Walt Disney World will also be able to be used at Disneyland. That's exciting because I just bought my Magic Band Pluses the morning they released. I don't know if it's because pass holder DVC or whatever else, but they were available to me on my reservations earlier than what did, what did we say? The, the it was supposed to be at ten. It was supposed to be at ten a.m. Yeah, the announced release time was ten a.m. I know that I booked. I bought mine at like seven thirty. Well, I wonder if the the pass holder where you actually get them through like the booking site was different than Shop Disney because that was the release time for Shop Disney. 10 a.m. was Shop Disney. I booked it through a uh, resort reservation. Yeah, yeah. So I, that was probably the difference on those, um, which makes a lot of sense. System at 7 a.m., like things normally get onto that system. So they said that the the functions are going to vary a little bit differently. Um, I would hope so, since it's a different fireworks show. You've got, you know, the water show. You've got Fantasmic out there. I would imagine that they're all going to do something to those. It was interesting to see... Um, one of the news Twitters that I watch news did, did a video of <laughs> the uh, the Magic Band Plus with Enchantment, and it does nothing for seventy percent of the show. Perfect. It's awesome. Doesn't matter. I bought one. <laughs> I mean, we we got we got to let people know what's going on. Right. I got it. I'm going to wear mine religiously and I'm going to incorporate it into the play, the play parks and yeah, we'll see what it does. And, uh, you know, cause we're going down for just a quick trip next month and my, we don't really have an agenda. We just want to relax and enjoy some time. So we're not, we're going to ride guardians of the galaxy a few times. We're going to go to not so scary and, the rest of it, pool, water park, all sorts of good stuff. Yeah. Um, before we get into Not So Scary, let's talk about one other thing. We've got a big event coming up next month as it relates to Disney, and that is D23. Um, we had actually talked about going to it, 
and that may be something that down the road we actually do but today they released their whole schedule for all of the panels who's going to be um, speaking all that kind of stuff so we've got three days uh, Friday September 9th Saturday September 10th and Sunday September 11th Sunday September 11th is really the big day that is going to be the day of the parks panel so I think that's where all the news is going to come out that's really worthy i mean they, they they're doing the marvel panel but we know basically all the marvel movies that are coming out um yeah it, they've got a lot of stuff going on it's gonna be it's a cool event um they've got unique merchandise that you can buy they're actually taking walt disney's plane out there um as a a walk through attraction which is gonna be really cool um, so it just just a cool thing happens every couple of years um, and it switches between Anaheim and Orlando correct uh yeah 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 Sorry, so you're you going I was I was off somewhere else <laughs> you were just kind of dazed into the camera I was like I was gonna ask him a question and see what happens it worked yeah yeah uh, so yeah, so if you want to go see the schedule, d23expo.com forward slash schedule, and that will get you to all of the events over at D23. Um, okay, so last but not least, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Um, it is a Halloween party. It starts on Friday, August the 12th. <laughs> Thank you, uh... Thank you for that, Disney. Um, it just keeps getting earlier and earlier. I mean, they can't make it any later because it kind of stops on Halloween. E exactly. Exactly. That has to be one of our sounders. The, Show me the money! Uh, <laughs> we should also get You Can't Handle the Truth. Ah. <laughs> uh, so Shannon uh, writes, I'd rather watch the fireworks than stare at my magic band to see what it does. That's just me. Yeah. I'm going to choose a spot near a light post, string it up from the light post so I can watch the fireworks and see my magic. Ooh, engineering. Watch out. They might they might hire you to be an Imagineer if you do stuff like that. Highly doubtful. <laughs> okay, so Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. We've both done this. You've also done the not so um great boo to you party or boo bash that's what it was boo bash boo bash it was a song it, in the parade it was a big old boo to you um so reservations are now available for multiple places during the party so there are going to be two fireworks dessert parties kind of based the same way that they do the fireworks dessert party right now so you're going to have the early fireworks dessert party, which you'll have your treats before the fireworks show, and then they're going to usher you out of Tomorrowland Terrace and put you into a reserve spot in the plaza for viewing. And then you will have the during fireworks party in Tomorrowland Terrace. And there is quite a difference in price. So if you want to do the prior, view, prior to viewing party, it's $99 for adults, $59 for kids from 3 to 9. If you want to be in Tomorrowland Terrace for the party, $115 per adult, 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 
and $69 for every kiddo. And this is on top of your not-so-scary ticket. So, yeah. So, yeah, so even if you're doing the cheaper party on the, the cheapest day, it's $218 just for your entrance into the park for the party and for the cheapest uh, dessert party per person. Wow. Wow. Um, the other two places that open for reservations today are Royal Table and Be Our Guest are going to have night reservations during the parties. Um, they can be booked. It doesn't look like they've got anything special on the menu, but this is the first time I can remember those two being open during the parties. Cinderella, no, Cinderella's been open before during parties. Has I, it? Yeah, because I, and it, it might have been recently, like, it might have been relatively recent before the shutdown, but I do know that I've booked, like, and you, you have to have a ticket in order for the 7 p.m. and later times to unlock, basically, in the yeah. experience account. Um, so you have to have the not-so-scary party ticket, link it to your account, and then those reservations become available. Because I know I've seen it before. Okay. Yeah, I, I just, I don't ever remember seeing it because, you know, we would have, when we went in 18... That would have been something that we jumped on. And I think we ended up doing like a, a brunch or something like that. Um, I think they started it maybe like a party or two before okay. the 2020 shutdown. So perhaps the party's in 2019. But I, I know I've seen late ones that correspond to some of those late hour opportunities like the parties. And then the other thing that they released tonight was, or today was the entertainment schedule for the Halloween party. And if you've been to a party, this is pretty standard. Every party that I think I've been to, the times have been relatively the same. Um, So the fireworks are going to be at 10.15 p.m. Booty You Parade at 9.15 and 11.15 p.m. Hocus Pocus, uh, the stage show, is going to be at 8.35, 10.45, and midnight. And then in October, it's going to add a 740 show as it gets darker a little earlier in the night. Um, so, so pretty consistent times there. Now, we both have strategies on how we do these. So, how do you get the most done at a party? Well, first of all, I think you got to go into the party with the understanding that you didn't pay for the admission to go on rides, right? Now, saying that, I will say that at every Halloween party, we will 100% ride Space Mountain and Haunted Mansion. Uh Uh-huh. 100% of the time. And we'll likely also take advantage of our favorite family ride and find a Splash Mountain at, at some point in there. But outside of that, we we probably won't ride anything unless, like, we're walking by pirates and it's a walk-on and we're like, yeah, why not? Let's go sit down for a few minutes. All right, but, but really, the focus of parties is the unique experiences. So 
you can get there, even though the party doesn't start until a little bit later, you can get there anytime after 5 p.m. and you can get your wristband. Now, the closer you are to 5 p.m., they might not even be set up yet to wristband you. So you might end up getting your wristband later. I will say if you show up closer to like that seven o'clock time, they will wristband you and they'll normally open up the right hand walkway for you to walk through, get maps, merchandise, all sorts of stuff as you work your way up that right hand side of Main Street. So instead of heading up Main Street, you go around this like pass through walkway. Mm. And at that point, the, the first thing you got to figure out when you go to a party is which parade am I going to? Which stage show am I going to? And then that will sort of dictate your night. So if I'm going to the 8.35, so, so I, I've got the fireworks. This 10.15 is like my benchmark. Yeah, that's your set in stone. You've got to you've got to be somewhere to see the fireworks at ten fifteen. Right, and so I'll then choose: Am I watching the eight thirty five show and the nine fifteen parade, or am I watching the nine fifteen parade, the fireworks, and the ten forty five show? Or like, what are you doing? You have to figure out around those three things. You've got to see the stage show, you got to see the fireworks, and you got to see the parade. Now. You can choose to like see the early stage show, then go run around a little bit while everybody's watching that early parade, then watch the fireworks and then go do some things and then catch the parade like back near Frontierland. Mm-hmm. But, but you have to do those three things. And so if you're not smart about it, the next thing you know, you miss the parade. And the parades at these parties are the best thing about the parties. They are, they are. So um, so that's my first advice. And then when it comes to the not so scary, you gotta go trick or treating. You do. You, you gotta go trick or treating. You know, it, it brings your cost down if you just consider every Milky Way costs a buck. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> size Milky Way is $1. Uh, so like you gotta go trick or treating. It's just a fun time to just go get candy at Disney. And then um, in the for the uh, very merry, you gotta go to the snack stands and you gotta get the eggnog and the ice cream and the sugar cookies. Mm-hmm. The, you just gotta do those things. So don't make it about rides; make it about experiences, and you'll have an amazing party. But make yeah. sure you know those scheduled times and that you choose where will you be and when, and just plan that out. Exactly. Um, we got a question in the chat from RMJ23 over on YouTube. I'm going to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party two nights in a row. A, lucky dog, because that's awesome. Um, I have Magic Kingdom reservation the first day and an Epcot reservation the second day. How should I tackle each day? Um, let me take the first day, and then you can tackle the second day, Peter. Magic Kingdom reservation the first day, I would tackle Magic Kingdom early and, and do your classics. Knock out your rides during the day. Be there for the parade. Um, and then from there, figure out if you need to go back to the hotel and take a rest or not. And then come back to Magic Kingdom refreshed, knowing that you've got a stage show that's for the party. You've got fireworks for the party. You've got um, stage show, fireworks. What am I missing here? Parade. Uh, uh, the parade for the party. 
I like later stage shows and later parades because people tend to watch the first ones, watch the fireworks, and then kind of scatter out throughout the park. If you use some of that early time to knock out some of the cookie walk, knock out some of the characters and that kind of stuff, and come back and at the fireworks and do the later parade and or the later yeah the later parade and the later show, it makes a lot of sense. Now Epcot Day is a different beast because I'm a big fan of Harmonious, and if you haven't seen Harmonious, for me it's tough to say I, I want to leave Epcot to go to the Christmas party at that point. So, Peter, what would you do on the Epcot day? I mean, the follow my immediate, I guess, question back is, do you have other Epcot days? Because otherwise, if you, if your only day at Epcot also has a very merry party, I, I don't know, I would almost get rid of the party. Like, I would, or move the party or whatever else, because you can call guest services and, and handle things like that but it, as long as you're going to epcot other days then really the day looks similar to what matt said um you're going to epcot the next day so you're going to be at magic kingdom you're probably not going to be back to your room till 1 a.m so what i would do is i would set an alarm for 6:50. i would wake up i would get my guardians virtual queue and then i would go back to bed and two park days two party nights is what he's what they're doing but Oh man, man, I, I don't know if you need to go. So, like Matt said, Harmonious over at Epcot is a fantastic show, and um, it, those are gonna be two really long days. <laughs> they are, they are. That that that's a tough back to back. Yeah, they're gonna be really really long days. Um, I don't know if you need two party nights. You can normally do everything in a party as long as you're smart about it. Um, but but let's so let's say we do this. So don't worry about harmonious. I would do kind of the similar thing. I would I would go until like four or five o'clock. I would try to get there, kind of get things done. Um, you're going to have festival of the holidays going on, so there's got to be a lot of cool stuff around the world yeah. showcase. But at the same point, you're going to want to ride Guardians and Test Track and Frozen and Rem. And Ratatouille, so um, it's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot that you're going to have to like pick and choose and sacrifice. And they're uh, going back. They're going back for a solo trip in January as well. So okay. that 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 eases off a little bit. I would really yeah. focus on the yeah. festival, the holiday stuff. Um, yeah. Really yeah. focus back in World Showcase at that point, and then again take that break, and then and then hit the party as soon as you can hit the party on that day. Yeah. If you're going with the family, though, in December, you're probably going to want to hit more rides than festival stuff. And you'll have Festival of the Arts going on when you go solo back um, in January. So that'll be that Festival of the Arts is a really, really cool experience. Um, but ultimately, kind of what Matt said, I would make one of the nights. I got to go see the firework, the parade and the show. And then I would make the other night. I need to do all the snacks and see all the characters. Right. Yeah. So. So that way you can also, while that's going on, you can also like hit some of the rides and stuff. Now, because you're going two party days in a row, you could also like maybe not go to Magic Kingdom that first day. If you want to go experience Hollywood Studios, go to Hollywood Studios first thing in the morning, hit that until like three or 4 p.m. Because if you're going two parties, 
the like Matt said, the crowds will thin out later in the night. You can make one of the days about getting the cookies, meeting the characters, and ride three or four rides, and then the other day make it about going to the show, going to the fireworks, mm-hmm. going to the parade, and ride three or four rides, and then you you basically did Magic Kingdom because the ride lines are shorter during the parties. For yeah, the most- you'll have you'll have an overlay over um, Mad Tea Party. You'll have an, the overlay at Space Mountain with the Mannheim Steamroller. Oh, you'll have, have Jingle Cruise. Jingle Cruise. You'll have the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. We'll have a special show. Um, so yeah, so a lot of cool things ride-wise that you don't get outside of the parties as well. Except for Jingle Cruise. Jingle Cruise is the same. Basically, as, as soon as they make that change over on Jingle Cruise, it's the same the same script and everything like that um, for the it holidays. Is, but you gotta ride Space Mountain during the party because there's yeah. nothing quite like Mannheim Steamroller. And it's loud. It's, loud. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so awesome. And there's just Christmas lights, strobe lights everywhere. No, both both trips for them are both trips for them is, are solo, so that's that's pretty awesome. Um, oh yeah, well then if yeah if you're not going with kids then, like, do a a couple or like get your Guardians of the Galaxy return time at Epcot, and then choose either Test Track or Ratatouille and just go festival it up. Like, yeah, forget the rides. You can hit the rides when you're back without the party to deal with and. Yeah, I, I would. I would really. I would really focus on that festival, of the holidays. Um, if you're in the cookies, if you like cookies, the Cookie Walk is really cool around um, around World Showcase. So, and e- the cookies are only. I mean, either I think they're four or six dollars a piece, all the way around. And you get, I think, if you get six of the ten or something, you get a free cookie out of it. So, yep, you get the stamps. Yep. Yeah, no, great questions. Great to have. Um, have a great time. Man, that's pretty awesome. Two two Very Marys back-to-back. Those would be long days, man. Hey, but they're not going with kids. I, yeah. like, I'm like i 100% on, on your team now. Like That sounds amazing. You'll <laughs> be perfectly fine. So forget Matt's, like, go back and rest. And, in fact, I would, I would go with what we were just saying. Forget Magic Kingdom on day one. Go to Hollywood Studios. If you're just going a couple of adults... Go to Hollywood Studios, then hit the party. Go to Epcot, and then hit the party. You will thank us later because a couple of adults at Magic Kingdom and the party, you're going to be like, God, I hate this pool. <laughs> Go check out Hollywood Studios because you'll love Toy Story Land. You'll love Galaxy's Edge. It'll it'll be fantastic. And See, you get the, you get the advantage, Peter, because your wife probably isn't watching the show. I know mine is. And she's saying, if you come down here and tell me you're going to take a solo trip without me, I'll punch you in the face right now. <laughs> he literally just did it last year. Uh, all right. So that's that's all I've got for the news. Um, do you have anything that you've been seeing around the parks? No. I'm waiting for Tron to open. We're waiting for dining plans. We're wait- yeah. Yeah. I feel like Otis Redding. <laughs> well, Peter, where can people find you? Uh, Facebook's the easiest place, as always. If you go into Facebook and you search Disney Travel Agent, I'm one of the top hits, um, Princesses and the Mouse. And uh, that's the best way to get a hold of me. And then from there, uh, send me a message and let me know how we can help you. Because, uh, yeah, 
beyond this show. Obviously, we would love to sit down with you more one-on-one and uh, talk to you. But I did appreciate the fact that we have a little bit of uh, that's that's what we want this show to be. We sit here and we talk about the notes, but really, what we would love is for our viewers to come on and say, "Hey, answer this for me," because yeah, we have an agenda, but we're perfectly fine uh, sliding off that to to go wherever else you take us. So. Exactly, exactly. You know, we both got into doing this to help people with planning trips and, and, and making the most out of their vacations. So, you know, we, we love to get those questions and answer those questions. So thank you very much for that tonight. Well, Peter, um, go ahead. Go ahead and stay on the line. We are going to um, have a creative session tonight and really working on the new show a little bit. Pretty awesome. But I'm going to close up the show and then I'll jump back over to you. So... Sounds good. That was Peter with Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel. So yeah, pretty pretty good show. Lots of lots of stuff coming out for Not So Scary. Um, party does start up this week, and uh, we'll probably be talking about it a lot next week on you know what people are saying about some of the food and and how if they've changed the fireworks show, you know the stage show, anything like that. We'll, we'll have some information on that. So if you are going to the party later in the um, later in the season, definitely tune in next week for us, uh, with us. And we'll be talking about kind of how the party went. And then, of course, Peter did say he's going to be going a little bit later in the season as well. So we'll get a live show with him talking about his experiences with the show. Um, but thank you guys all for watching tonight. And I'm going to go ahead and get into the closing. We have Peter with Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel on tonight. We talked a lot about the not-so-scary party um, and had a lot of fun with that. social media you can find us over on facebook at dpi podcast on facebook on twitter we're over at disney insights and on instagram princesses in the mouse um, you're probably watching us on the youtube channel thank you very much for that uh, if you aren't subscribed or following us yet definitely do that <laughs>